What's up, family? Happy Friday, TGIF, and welcome to the Faction Quick Hits. I'm your man, GB Gerard Bonner. Hope you guys uh, have had a great, great week. Hope you had a great day yesterday, and you are ready for an amazing weekend. Hope you've made some great plans, and perhaps they involve the world and sport of pro wrestling. As I always do, I want to say thank you to you guys for your consistent support of all things related to the faction if you're not already doing so follow us on social media at the faction show on facebook instagram and twitter and of course you can subscribe to our podcast which hopefully you're doing which is why you're listening now it's available on itunes google play or wherever you get your podcast just search for the faction the faction show the faction bonafide any of those should pull up this podcast for you So with that said, yesterday was WWE Super Showdown, which aired on the WWE Network, and it came your way live from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. So quickly going over the results, and if you've not watched, this podcast is going to be a bit of a spoiler alert, so I just have to warn you now. Uh, The pre-show saw the OC, uh, that be Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, defeat the Viking Raiders. We had the Tuwake Trophy Gauntlet match, which saw R-Truth have a relatively significant showing, getting wins over Bobby Lashley and Andrade, but ultimately falling to AJ Styles. And then we were expecting Rey Mysterio when all of a sudden The Undertaker returns and wins the Tuwake Trophy gauntlet match. The Miz and John Morrison become the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions as they defeat The New Day. Angel Garza defeated Umberto Carrillo. Seth Rollins and Murphy retained the Raw Tag Team Championships by defeating the Street Profits. Mansoor defeats Dolph Ziggler. Brock Lesnar squashes Ricochet to retain the WWE Championship. Roman Reigns defeats Baron Corbin in a steel cage match. Bailey defeats Naomi to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. And in the match that everybody's talking about, Goldberg defeats the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, to become the new Universal Champion. So I want to dig into some of these results, some of the aftermath, etc., etc. First things first, uh, it's a little unusual but somewhat appreciated that Super Showdown this year happened Prior to WrestleMania, if you'll notice, these events, whether it's Super Showdown or Greatest Royal Rumble, uh, usually happens post-WrestleMania, which means you have two giant stadium shows. And personally, I think it's a little crazy to have a giant stadium show after WrestleMania to try to put it on par with WrestleMania. Kind of defeats the whole purpose of WrestleMania itself. Be that as it may, Super Showdown now ends up being a part of the road to WrestleMania. And admittedly, on paper, this card looked pretty interesting. One of the more interesting cards that you have for a Saudi Arabia show that is normally a sleeper. Let me also throw something in there that normally for these Saudi Arabia shows, there are, you know, big matches like a Greatest Royal Rumble match, a large 50-man battle royal, those types of things to bring as much talent in to Saudi Arabia. Not the case this time, which I thought was interesting. I also thought it was interesting that after the debacle that happened at Crown Jewel, trying to get the SmackDown superstars back 
into the States for a Friday night SmackDown and they were unsuccessful. I didn't think they would attempt to do this again on a Thursday, but they did. So let's hope that they don't have the travel issues that they had last time. If so, SmackDown tonight could look very interesting. Obviously, John Cena was not there because, well, he doesn't necessarily do the Saudi shows, not on a big basis, though he's done a couple of foreign shows. Be that as it may, getting into this card, let's start with what seems to be the overwhelming problem when it comes to WWE, and that is consistency. How does The Undertaker enter himself into a match um, not only that he was not advertised for, but that I didn't think was open to additional competitors. Rey Mysterio gets beat up in the back, and all of a sudden The Undertaker comes back and wins with a choke slam over AJ Styles. Let's just pause for a second because here's where this is a problem. Undertaker versus AJ Styles is a dream match, a WrestleMania quality match, that perhaps could be a thing for WrestleMania. But why would we want to see it now after AJ Styles loses to The Undertaker with one move, a choke slam? And it would be different if it was after AJ Styles had, you know, had a very difficult gauntlet match. His matches were super easy. So WWE, again, just gave us something and wasted it. Why did we have Undertaker versus AJ Styles at Super Showdown unadvertised for a two-minute squash match? Doesn't make sense. On top of that, did you really just uh, diminish whatever the importance you were trying to build for this two-wake trophy? Undertaker never grabbed the trophy. Undertaker never held the trophy up. He stood next to it as he was exiting the building. Bad move, WWE. To the SmackDown Tag Team title match. Um, I don't know that I'm fully upset with the results of this. Miz and John Morrison certainly have been on a roll these last few months since the return of John Morrison. Um, it's a rebirth for The Miz after his war with uh, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Um, I really thought after last week's episode of SmackDown that we were nearing uh, really a WrestleMania quality title defense between the New Day and the Usos for as much as they've battled, they've never had that WrestleMania moment battling each other, which we knew would be an amazing match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Doesn't look like that's going to happen. Um, so I don't know. Now, again, casting no shade on The Miz and John Morrison, I think, you know, even after 10 years from winning uh, the Tag Team of the Year, they're still relevant. They still are fluid as a team. They're still believable. Uh, I, I hope this turns into perhaps a war with the New Day and Miz and John Morrison, but honestly, I really wanted the New Day versus the Usos for the SmackDown tag titles at WrestleMania. It could still happen, though it doesn't feel very likely. Why do we need Angel Garza versus Umberto Carrillo yet again? We've seen this match multiple times, including this past Monday on Monday Night Raw. And then we'll have another iteration of it with a tag team match throwing Andrade and Rey Mysterio in this Monday. Uh, this wasn't an advertised match. I don't know if this was needed to fill the time. But for me, 
Angel Garza is the much bigger star. I'm glad he came out with the win. Umberto has incredible moves, but he has yet to connect with the audience. He is vanilla. I heard James White in his reference to Dean Ambrose a while back call him mayonnaise. There is nothing that makes me want to see Umberto Carrillo. Something's got to give here, and they've got to do something with him, or an unfortunately great match gets wasted because we have no buy. Uh, I feel kind of the same way about Seth Rollins and Murphy. I did notice very clearly that they were uh, very specific to not make any references to him as the Monday Night Messiah in the arena, though they did uh, on commentary. You did not see uh, his graphic as the Monday Night Messiah, which they've been doing on Raw. Instead, they gave him the whole burn it down situation. Um, it was interesting to note that. And again, I think after the first occurrence in Saudi Arabia, they were very, very careful in terms of what they would do. And I guess I respect that for sure. What does this do for the Street Profits? Well, it was their first tag title match uh, for the Raw Tag Team Championships. I hope that they will continue. They have a bright future. I don't know if they're ready to be the tag team champions right now. But again, bright future and very entertaining tag team. Mansoor who, of course, is from Saudi Arabia. You know, this is starting to get predictable. We have fed Mansoor Cesaro. We've now fed him Dolph Ziggler. He won the 50-man battle royal. They're doing all of this push for Mansoor since he's from Saudi Arabia, which I guess is good for the hometown crowd. But what does that really translate to in overall WWE? He's been in NXT for quite some time and hasn't been able to get his footing. And quite frankly, he just did the NXT pre-show for NXT TakeOver Portland. And I don't mean in a match, but I mean in a commentary position. Now, I love commentary, as you well know. But Mansoor on commentary as an analyst and now going to Saudi Arabia and beating a former two-time world champion. Mm, yeah, okay. Speaking of squashes that kind of didn't make sense, why did we have Brock Lesnar versus Ricochet? Nobody believed that Ricochet would upset Brock Lesnar's road to WrestleMania. And in true Saudi Arabia form, Brock Lesnar squashes yet another one. It was Cain Velasquez back in November, which we haven't seen Cain Velasquez since. Uh, the only time Brock has remotely lost was a controversial steel cage match against Roman Reigns, where Brock seemingly had his feet touch the floor first, but Roman was awarded the win for the Universal Championship, etc., etc., etc. Very impressive showing for Brock Lesnar. A bit of a waste for Ricochet. I don't know what this does for him. Um, but, ah, yeah, I think his star kind of diminished a bit with that. Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin. I'm just glad that hopefully this is really the end of this feud. I didn't need to see another match with the two. I really thought the Royal Rumble match, Falls Count Anywhere, was enough. Clearly it wasn't. Steel Cage match, so be it. Congratulations to Bailey, who defeats Naomi. I thought the end of that match was a little weird, but uh, be that as it may, congratulations to them. First ever women's title defense in Saudi Arabia. They had, I thought, a solid match. And I don't think the battle between the two of them happens to be over. Hopefully, we'll see more opportunities for Naomi. So with that said, all of that leads to the main event, Bray Wyatt versus Goldberg. Let me just say, I don't know that anybody, well, let me not say anybody. I don't know that most fans thought 
that Goldberg would get the win over Bray Wyatt, considering he already speared him Friday night on SmackDown. The Fiend took four spears, which I thought continued to build him up well. But Goldberg did not execute, number one, that jackhammer very well. Number two, I was absolutely shocked that it resulted in a pinfall. Number three, what have you done to the Universal Championship? So I'm going to take a few minutes, probably not too long because I don't want this to go too long. But I'll simply say this. Goldberg winning the Universal Championship Leading into WrestleMania, I thought we were past that WWE. I thought that we were in a space where you were trusting the people that you've built up for the last year to get their opportunity at WrestleMania. We have an interesting thing happening here. We have two part-timers as our champions. On Raw, you have... Brock Lesnar as the WWE champion who comes and goes as he pleases. Now you have Goldberg as the universal champion on SmackDown. I pray. Well, obviously, I was going to say it. Yeah. I pray this doesn't turn into a universal versus WWE title match. I don't think it will since we already have Drew McIntyre in the slot to take on Brock Lesnar because I don't want to see Lesnar Goldberg five. Not interested. Not interested in seeing Bill Goldberg at WrestleMania. Certainly not interested in seeing him there as a Universal Champion. Who gets the shot at the Universal title right now? I don't know, but here's what I do know. I think it is deplorable, and yes, I'm using strong language. I think it's deplorable that the WWE has not put enough stock and faith in their current roster such that they have to go back and grab old... I don't want to call him decrepit, but Goldberg's not that guy. I hate to disappoint you, but he's not that guy. And to put him in a position to be a champion. Listen, if you want to bring Goldberg back for nostalgic reasons and put him at WrestleMania, fine. But do you do that as a champion? No. And I hate the idea that WWE does not believe in their talent enough to say, hey, the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, you've been, we put the rocket ship on you, you've been champion since November, you've done some amazing things, let you get your WrestleMania moment as a champion. I hate the fact that Monday Night Raw has Brock Lesnar as its WWE champion, and seemingly nobody can touch him. I'm concerned about this. Because it's clear that WWE is not listening to their fan base. It's clear that WWE is in a space where you have enough money, where you feel like you rule the world. Here's where that's challenging. Because right now, I don't feel like watching WWE. I'm going to do it because I feel like I have to. But I'll turn to AEW with great gladness. And when you get the first match on Dynamite being a 30-minute Iron Man match between Pac and Kenny Omega where you kind of got the New Japan Kenny Omega and we had overtime, that's what the people want to see. So you guys have sounded off very loudly on our social media feed about your thoughts on Goldberg becoming the Universal Champion. Does Goldberg show up on SmackDown tonight? Who ends up as the new challenger? Do we even care? And that is the overarching issue right now. I don't give two flips about Bill Goldberg as the Universal Champion. 
I thought we had progressed and moved forward. And for the Brandon Clacks of the world who believe this is just another ode to the Attitude Era, what it really is is a statement that you're not confident in what you have been building all year. And that's not the fault of the people who have been putting in work. It is the fault of the decision makers. We don't see this issue in NXT where NXT goes and grabs Hall of Famers to work a takeover. That doesn't happen. If In fact, what you saw was a Finn Balor who ended up being rebooted and reborn and better than ever in, in a takeover situation, but you don't see uh, people who have retired, Hall of Famers showing up to try to get some of NXT. That's why NXT is viewed differently than SmackDown or Raw. And right now, it makes me not interested in the WWE product at all. Um, I think they've got to do a better job. And personally, I would feel slighted if I put in the work all year long and I don't get that opportunity at WrestleMania. Let me be very, very clear before I go. The Fiend Bray Wyatt has been the most unique thing that the wrestling business has produced in the last year. This whole journey for him started right after WrestleMania last year, and it was built well. He was untouchable. It just made all the sense in the world. In fact, his last time in Saudi Arabia is where he won the Universal Championship. And again, it made all the sense in the world. But you botched things up with The Fiend before at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, and now you botch this up again. So you can tell, doesn't make me very happy. But my time is up. So I don't want to, you know, make this longer than it needs to be. I simply want to say... Well, here's what I want to say. I want to get your thoughts. You've been vocal on our social media. I want to get your thoughts on what I've shared today. Uh, Certainly next week, we'll talk about perhaps what we think WrestleMania will look like. Um, Someone asked, will Goldberg defend the championship at the Elimination Chamber? Absolutely not. I have no expectations of that whatsoever. They put the strap on him because they believe he's going to draw money for WrestleMania. He'll keep the strap at least until WrestleMania. But here's one thing that holds true. Goldberg, well, I was going to say he doesn't have a winning record at WrestleMania, but he's one and one. So I guess technically it's not winning record at WrestleMania. But are you interested? Maybe it's me. Maybe you're interested in seeing Goldberg as the universal champion going into WrestleMania. Who do you think he fights since Brock Lesnar's already taken? Do you think this ends up being Goldberg and John Cena? Do you think it's Goldberg and Roman Reigns? What do you think? I think they're could be possibilities but i i don't know i don't know spear versus spear maybe goldberg and roman reigns that 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 could work and honestly maybe that's the way you get roman over as the universal champion i don't know anyway my time is up i hope you guys have enjoyed it i want to hear your thoughts and let's have a conversation on social media at the faction show on instagram Facebook, and Twitter. Definitely want to hear your thoughts. And we'll be watching SmackDown tonight to see John Cena's return and what that'll mean. And hopefully you guys will be watching uh, AEW Revolution tomorrow night to see Chris Jericho versus John Moxley. I think I'm going to sound off some more on why AEW is winning this race after looking at Super Showdown. But I'll do that on another session. In the meantime, representing Courtney and Clack, it's your man GB signing off for The Faction. I need my